Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Chris Miles. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. How are you? Just dandy. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing fabulous. I love that you're here today. You are here at the perfect time. We're uh, dealing with and starting to get back to a little bit of normalcy after COVID-19. And one of the things that really affected the entire country is a lot of people lost their jobs. And people who haven't lost their jobs who might have had a business are now like, how do we pivot and bring in income even though things have changed? The normal streams of ways of income coming in might have totally shifted. And now you have to find new creative ways to uh, find that income. And you've been a guy who's been able to build several um, businesses and streams of income, including passive income. So uh, thank you for coming to Savvy today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to share. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get into this business where your focus is helping people bring in streams of income? How did that work out for you? Yeah, I did that mainstream financial advisor thing for four years, right in the beginning of the 2000s, right? It's around Y2K, that time period. Uh, but you know, I realized that nobody there they weren't financially free either, right? And they're the ones supposed to be telling people how to like retire and this kind of stuff. So um, I, I met people that were millionaires. They were business owners. They were real estate investors and people like that who actually laughed at the, the mainstream advice. And so I started to learn from them because I wanted to know how they did what they did. And as I did, I was actually able to retire myself when I was 28 years old, you know, working like a few hours a week. Mm. And I thought, well, that's cool. And that was kind of unexpected. Um, so I came out of retirement in 2007 to teach people how to do the same thing. And I did the one big mistake that nobody should ever do. I cut off all my streams of income. So all but the main business. I was like, this is my mission, my passion. Uh -huh. Forget all this other multiple streams. I'm going to focus on this because this is how I'm going to give back and do stuff. Mm -hmm. Horrible timing because the people I were teaching were real estate investors that were gambling investors. They weren't good real estate investors. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have money. Um, all my streams of income were cut off. I had real estate that I was gambling on as well. I wasn't doing it for cash flow. I was doing it for just trying to make money, right? Mm -hmm. So the next thing I know, I went from millionaire to upside down millionaire um, uh, over like between like 2007 to 2008, right? Yeah. So I had to dig back out of that. And, and that's when I realized the importance of multiple streams of income, having passive streams. Active streams are good, but it's always good not have to do that again. And so you know, I battled my way back. I didn't file for bankruptcy, but I did pay off over a million dollars of debt. And then by December of 2016, I was actually able to retire for the second time when I was 39 years old. So if anything, I've proven that this works. You know, I had to prove it twice, right? What's interesting, I've heard about so many business owners who've had that experience where they were doing really well and then they went upside down. But here's the cool part, because you already knew how to build. And that's the yeah. most important thing. My mentor said to me, what's more important, me giving you a million dollars right now, right here, or me teaching you how to do it in any economy, any market, at any time? Exactly. And I'm like, boom, number two. <laughs> I'll take box number two, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's, it's so true. Because if you can rebuild, no matter where you get to, you can turn it upside down and get right side up again at any time. Now, uh, what, what do you think is the biggest myth being taught out there about finances to the general public? You know, I think the biggest myth is that, uh, one, like you're not supposed to touch money, right? You're not supposed to use money. You're supposed to just park it away, let it sit there forever, collect dust, you know, grow till some undetermined date, right? <laughs> like some people might say 65 or whatever it might be, but the truth is that people right now, I mean, the market's 
tanked, even though they've recovered a little bit, people have still lost easily 15, 20% of their money in the last few months, right? And I know people that were just on the verge of retiring saying, maybe I should just work another five years, wait for it to come back. Yeah. And the thing is like, no, you don't have to do that. You could pivot out of that. You can actually get away from the bipolar stock market and go into, go into things, whether it could be in your business, find ways to create streams there, or even outside, you know, like, a, like I mentioned, like real estate investing, like I'm still doing real estate investing and it's awesome. You know, like it's paying income. I'm, I got a, an offer on three properties right now that we're purchasing currently, yeah. you know, like there's plenty of opportunity and create way more income. And I think that's the biggest thing is they're always talking about growing money mm -hmm. to, for some big number so you can live off less than the interest. Mm -hmm. But I've realized that the biggest thing is instead of creating income, how does that actually create mm -hmm. income for you right now? Yeah, I, I think that's one thing we, we get into the myth of the United States is that oh, when you get that picket fence and that house mm -hmm. that you're living in, oh, then yeah. you have it made. Only if you could pay for that house and cash straight up and the bank doesn't own it. If so, you uh -huh. own that mortgage for the next 40 years that actually you're indebted to a bank and a mortgage company. Um, but even so, if you now have this real estate property that is you know, pushed out there to make money for you and bring it in, that's right. now it's being rented out to people who need it. This is, and what's cool about real estate, it's the one thing that people always need. You need a roof over your head. It's kind of like food, except when it comes to um, the food market, you have to buy so much food and you, you end up losing a lot of that profit. But when it mm -hmm. comes to the roof on your head, you, everyone always needs that roof on their head. So you don't even yeah. have to pitch or market that too hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the thing I've learned is that cash flow creates freedom, right? Because when you have a lot more income coming in than expenses going out and you don't have to be cheap, right? You don't have to be the person that just, you know, lives on rice and beans like some people out there try to teach you to do, which I think is just crap. It's like, no, enjoy your life, but be wise with your stewardship of that, of those resources, right? Yeah. And if you do that, what will happen is you have more cash flow, you have more options. When there's more income coming in than expenses, you have options, and when you have options, that's when you have freedom. Yeah. And when people start to realize that and flip that around and say, it's not the amount of money you have. It's actually what that money is doing for you to create you know, income, regular stable income every single month and income that you don't have to work 50, 60, 80, 1,000 hours a week, right? Yeah. You know, that, you know, that kind of life where you say, hey, I'm working because I want to, not because I have to. I'm living on mission, not on commission. Right. Love it. I love it. And here's a cool story that came about recently because of COVID. Uh, there's someone I know who's a trainer, worked for a gym for the past 10 years, had a good relationship, yeah. had a lot of classes and students in the gym. When this happened, gym shut down. She's like, at first, she's on crisis mode, like, oh my gosh, I'm mm. not going to be able to pay my bills. I'm totally screwed. And a friend of her said, well, hello, you could do all that you do with your clients via Skype or something. Mm -hmm. And still train them and look at them do their thing. And, you know, well, maybe you can't fix them physically, but, you know, <laughs> you could still pick up your training sessions and even maybe be more successful. Guess what? Now, in just one month's time, she's making double than she made at the gym. Yeah. Exactly. And she could put these, she's putting them a lot on pre recording. So she's recording it, sending it out. Now you could set up a system where you've done this work once and then people could just buy it and boom, mm -hmm. you're not having to actually do the work over again. It's repurposed yeah. over and over and over again. Exactly. That's, that's the huge thing I learned from the last recession, right? Was that, you know, I would never ever want to be caught with only like one or two streams of income, you know, especially if they're active streams, you know, because if something gets cut off, you know, you have nothing to fall back on. But, you know, now in my life, I've got about 16 different streams of income coming in that really, I mean, two of them are active streams. The other 13 or 14 are passive, right? Those I might manage for like three, four, five hours a week max. 
mm-hmm. but, but the two active, those ones I maybe spend 20 hours a week on at most, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's the thing I think is awesome, you know, is that you can really create a, and design that ideal life if you do it the right way. And it's not like I built them all overnight. I did them one by one, right? Yeah. And, uh, but that's, that is seriously the key. So even with this COVID stuff happening, mm-hmm. everything else, it doesn't matter because even if three of those streams get cut off, I still got another 13, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm still good. So now for someone, let's say you, you had a job and that was it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you've never had this idea of building streams of income and now your job is gone. Where do they begin to even decide or figure out how I can build any sort of income? Yeah, there's only two ways you can do it. It's either active income or it's passive or residual, I like to call it. I call residual more income through a business, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you put systems in place like you were talking about and then it just keeps paying you, right? Um, I, passive income, I look as how you get your money to make money for you, right? That's usually through investments and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people I have that are clients that are W-2 employees, usually we're going the passive route, right? Because most of them are like, listen, I'm maxed out working the hours I'm working. Um, I don't want another job. I don't want to spend more time. How can I get the rest of my money working? And so we look to say, hey, what do you got in savings? What do you have in like retirement money that's just sitting there? You know, like a lot of my clients actually cancel their 401ks or stop contributing to them because they're like, this thing isn't doing me any good. It makes, it's high risk and crappy returns. You know, like why would I put money here regardless of the match when I can make more outside of it? Exactly. And so that education stuff, like, hey, what could we do that, you know, for example, there's, uh, I know a company that advertises on my podcast, they pay 10% a year and they pay out monthly, right? So you give them 12,000 bucks, they're paying you a hundred bucks a month, every yeah. single month, you know? So it's things like that. Like, he's like, how can I get this money working for me? You know, do we use equity from a home? Can we yeah. turn that around and get that to pay you way higher than the mortgage payment? So then now you actually have your mortgage paid for. You know, like you talked about, like you're in bondage, but if that money can work for you, you can essentially have your mortgage paid for. You're not having to stress about whether you can pay your mortgage or not. Exactly. And what I like about this, Chris, everyone has uh, skills that they're sitting on, mm-hmm. you know, maybe talents as well. But let's yeah. say you're, you're working a job. Uh, a lot of what I've did in the past is finance. So I worked uh, in mm-hmm. the AR side, bringing in cash, cash flow for businesses. And it's a skill that's very needed. So I started yeah. doing lessons or teaching sessions in Manhattan where I talk about, you know, if you're going to switch to doing letter of credit with maybe big companies overseas, mm-hmm. what to pay attention to, what are some of the pitfalls? And I yeah. remember people coming out, gosh, I didn't know this. You so helped my business. But see, mm-hmm. that's a skill that I'm using in, in when I worked in corporate that can actually be used and taught to business owners that, oh my gosh, this is a great skill. Letter credits are great, but here's what I need to pay attention to when using them. That's something, education or knowledge that people needed out there that they're willing to come out and pay for. So you might yeah. be sitting out there, let's say you work at a company and you do a lot of spreadsheets. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't know how to do spreadsheets. That's you right. That skill. So there's just so You're many freelance. things. Yeah, totally. And here you got this wonderful thing called a computer right here that we're connecting Mm -hmm. on that you could actually just boom, get started today and just build out something, push it out there and help people at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, And amazing. You get all the tax benefits of a business owner, which means you get to keep more of the money you make. Mm -hmm. You know, so in some cases, you don't even have to earn the same salary as your job if you can keep more of that money without having to pay as much in taxes. You know, it's and you have the freedom and flexibility to do it. And we're already learning because of what's going on right now. Many yeah. of us are staying at home, working from home. You're yeah. already learning how to freelance. Like you're doing it right now. <laughs> That's right. So I want people to find out how they can find out more about you and Money Ripple. They can go to mm-hmm. moneyripples.com, correct? Correct. You can go to moneyripples.com or you can also follow my own podcast, which is called The Chris Miles Money Show, where okay. I talk a lot about these concepts too. 
Yeah. And what's great is one of the biggest topics people want to hear about on our show is sales and money. The two things that kind of make things yep. in life and in your business. So uh, th that'd be great for them to listen to. I had just had to thank you again, Chris, for coming to share these great valued gifts today with our, our audience who are really needing it. I thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Such a pleasure. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.